fucking it's it's raining like it's raining hard as fuck over here. Like it's like I don't know. Yeah, the Niners game. Yeah, it's crazy watching a game in the Bay Area. It's like oh, it's like happening where all my friends and family are, but you don't even you know that's the only place you can see football in the Bay now, right? It's crazy. Except for college. Sad yeah. but true, yeah. yeah. The um, but it's it's too bad because you know the whole time you know watching football this weekend, and um, but I was thinking like, holy shit, like we might not um have any more football uh like forever because you know f- despite the people trying to take it away with fake things like CTE and other things like that, um, disease X is on its way. You heard about disease X? <laughs> they don't even try anymore. They're like, yeah, it's uh X, yeah, it's. Uh- yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. It's well, I figured now the reason it's called Disease X is because they know the only people that actually run to like go get boosters are like Reddit Marvel people. So yeah, you figure like Disease X, you're just you're playing the hits at that point. You're it's it's tar- it's legit a niche good market. Yeah, it's it's good targeted advertising for them. It's like but, the fifth sequel in a series that only the super fans will know. Right. Towards. Yeah, exactly. From the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, Glen Rock, me crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Boy, you love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix. With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? But, I, so this is this is a crazy dynamic. So I'm reading this in the timesofindia.indiatimes.com. Um, yeah, I don't know, there's no joke there, but I guess that they when they're not, you know, trying to get to the moon, they're covering diseases. And the guy from the World Health Organization, uh, Tedros Gebrasius, I have no yeah. idea how you say his last name, but like his name sounds like the disease. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Latin name. Like yeah, a- his name Tedros. sounds like the disease and the disease is called disease X. Is he the the guy like the Greek guy, but he looks like he's a Mexican dude, right? Tedros? He looks like yeah. he literally looks like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, like okay. if you look at him, like if you look at him, he looks like. Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tedros. Yeah. No, it's just funny because it's like, you know, it was the same Westworld mold that they made them out of. Like, 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 okay, we accidentally made two. I told you not to press duplicate on the yeah. but- on the button, but that's okay. We have utility for this. We have use for these guys. And yeah. uh, one goes to the who and the other guy goes to Netflix or the fuck. I don't know. He just basically just says Carl Sagan yeah. nonsense on the thing. But this guy was saying um, uh, Tedros went out and, and this was uh yesterday uh, that was reported but i i've been seeing this floated for a while uh tedros says that uh disease x is going to become our new common enemy the country's divided guys the world's divided however we will have one common enemy it's called disease x which <laughs> twitter can't switch to x and then you can't have disease x six months later <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, well, i was gonna bring that up that uh, yeah it's there's, there's definitely an element of you know, associating Elon's thing with a novel disease. What if that is the disease? They're like, it's actually Twitter yeah. is the disease. You know, it's it's bad <laughs> now. I love people. Conf- I remember that when Twitter got it. Obviously, it still sucks, but it got marginally cooler. 
a little bit yeah yeah, less censorship a little bit less you know and then people were complaining remember the people that were mad about that (laughs) i know (laughs) yeah no they they still do like i saw one yeah (laughs) i saw i saw one comment like the the stuff people screenshot is like and they're like oh my god like elon we have to do something you know like we can't just have everything fly and i just laugh at so I saw this like Republican guy, Tim Scott, got married or is like got engaged to some white girl. And he looks like uh, Tim Scott looks like I I don't know. I guess I don't know exactly. I can't put it there, but he just looks like a very like cookie cutter, like politician black guy. Okay. And um, and he was married is like proposing on a beach to his uh, to his uh, to his wife. Now he's a Trump supporter. Tim Scott. He's like, he just endorsed Trump okay. and everything. And uh, but he was just like, I got my you know my lady. Like you know we're together forever. This is you know first of many years. I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. And one guy just goes hard R right underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy who's like a libtard, which is funny because I'm like, dude, like he's going after the guy you yeah. hate. So you might as well just like let that one fly. You know, like like there could be trouble you know, to the to the libtards um view it should be like well there's trouble in paradise they can't agree on you know the republican black guy politician they don't like that he's race mixing they're not united together but no he's like no we need to censor that off the internet i'm just like dude it's the it's the weirdest thing it's the weirdest thing i don't know dude it's crazy the yeah it's a whole clusterfuck there's a lot of layers going on there it's like a black republican guy yeah so that's like for the for yeah it's there's like a lot of like oh what what, how am i supposed to feel about this you know on this situation I had a call recently with this is out of the blue where Serena put me in touch with this lady uh, who was really nice, but wanted, but, but she was kind of, I won't divulge too much about this, but uh, she was kind of was saw some of my earlier IRL work and stuff like that. And she wanted to talk about like climate change and stuff like that has no idea we do any of this or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's very, and it's focused on like the academia world and stuff like that. And Serena was like, "LOL, you can talk to her if you want." Like, you know, is it? I, I don't know. You, I know you don't like believe in like the climate change thing as much as she does. Blah blah blah. And uh, so I was like, let, "Let's just let it rip." You know, I just want to. We were snowed in here. I had nothing to do. I was like, "I want to see what this is about." You know, and I, you know, I wasn't gonna like Crichton Pillar or anything like that. I was just, uh-huh. and uh, so I was talking to her, and and it was clear. I just pretend. I just like played dumb. It was clear that. Uh, it was just not like an ideological match, you know, but, mm-hmm. but she was super nice and we, we got along and everything. And, um, um, and she wanted to talk to me about some certain stuff. She was like, reached out to Serena through me, but, you know, and, or wanted to, but then she, and she, oh, I mean, get this. She was in the diversity, equity and inclusion space before this. So I'm just like, kind of Sorry. crying on the phone. Like, it's just like, I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of like this <laughs> podcast and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and then she starts talking about um, Claudine Gay, the Harvard thing. Sure. And I'm doing the I'm doing the J. David Osborne, the Socratic. No, no, what happened there? You know, tell me yeah, about that. I haven't heard this. And yeah. yeah, I haven't heard about it. And she's like, Oh yeah, you know, they 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 ran her out of town, blah, blah, blah. And then these people, they're calling her, and then she drops straight a hard R, like says the actual word, dude. <laughs> like 
They're Connor. We're going to get you right back to the episode, but I just wanted to let you guys know of a few other things we offer at Rare Candy Industries. We have a Substack with free and paid subscription options. Free subscribers get access to all written content. That includes Bob's Red Pill. That's the best thing going on the internet right now. Trust me. Paid subscribers get full access to our premium episode feed. And that's just every episode we don't necessarily want to share with the general public, if you know what I'm saying. Again, that's rarecandy.substack.com. We also have merch. That link's a little long for me to say right now, but go to the description, go to our merch store, and find a shirt that's right for you. We have Rare Candy shirts, Dr. Bronner soap label shirts, Rishi mushroom shirts, all types of stuff there. Check it out. There's got to be something for you. And lastly, check us out on social media. On Instagram, we're Rare Candy Pod, but on Twitter, we're at Rare Candy Pod 1. All right, enough of that. Let's get you back into the episode. You know, and I'm just yeah. like, 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 like the English yeah. teacher in high school that says it to like try and right, like, right, get it out yeah. of the way, mm-hmm. like we talked mm-hmm. about. And I was, dude, they love doing that. The old, old white ladies love. They, saying, they don't care. They, they love it, dude. They fucking love. I had a lady. Out, I had a lady at my at my work. <laughs> now she was like a lady who's like drank like two a day. She's not in the academic space. Okay. She's in quite. Yeah. She's in quite another space um yeah. probably the yeah probably oh, probably yeah. the circle k space like hanging out outside yeah, yeah. the circle k or something and uh she circle she, k, was, she was trying to tell me one time and she was like yelling it really loud and i i feel like i was the libtard in this situation she goes she's like yeah and like she's talking about a guy at our work that was really annoying and he was <laughs> he was this is i was not expecting this word because it doesn't apply to him uh and uh, she goes she goes and that guy he's a total you know, like, and I'm like, what? And it's like a white guy. And I was yeah. like, and she's white. And I was yeah. like, what? She goes, no, look it up in the dictionary. She's like, it actually means somebody who doesn't fit in in society. Like somebody who's just too stupid for society, ignorant <laughs> and dumb. <laughs> and she's like, that's where that, that's where the prefix comes from. N I and then N I N like your, and it's like I G I don't know. She, like, she was like saying it was all that stuff. I'm like, but the thing is, I'm like, we're in, we're in like East Palo Alto right now. Can you not? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, and uh, Devontae Adams yeah. hometown. Just yeah, like, I know. Up, like, yeah. I know. I, I was just, Dude, like, I, she was, she, she was doing this thing, like the whole, like, actually the real definition of this. I'm like, yeah, I don't like, know that. I don't know that that's going to play. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like Bernie Sanders with uh, niggardly. He like used that word way too much yeah. in the 70s. And like every one of his essays, he used it. <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. dude, like you got a thesaurus. Or, or, uh, or, 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 the, or the, like you read some literature like sniggering. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yeah, it, yeah. That one, is, that one hits hard. That one hits hard because you can tell like the author's like, fuck it. You know, like, dude, it's go. funny. Yeah. I read like last year or the year before when we were rereading Harry Potter, especially the first two or three, mm-hmm. dude tons of sniggering dude and it was like yeah. there's like 70 times and it's like literally n-i-g-g-e-r in there yeah. it's like in there but i it reminds me of my favorite little beeline where he's like bust a ass n-word and he says like like a rapper would and then he says use a n-word and he like <laughs> says it like says n-word like it's an insult <laughs> oh yeah God, like spells it yeah it's like dude i fucking anyway. love it anyways disease x which sounds yeah. like a guy in jail after 10 years switching his name disease yeah. my name is disease x <laughs> and um the <laughs> then you know yeah. uh, just maybe perhaps but uh what is it let's say what is it because they do bullet mm-hmm. points now all articles are bullet points now um disease x is a placeholder name great that was adopted by the WHO in 2018 on their short list of blueprint priority diseases to represent a hypothetical unknown pathogen that could cause a future epidemic. Damn, I wonder how he, they 
wonder what they were doing with disease X in, 20, huh? in 2018. I wonder what was yeah. happening. wonder was why they would already they, they proved yeah. that it was COVID was circulating by then, right? Interesting. I know. Yeah, I know. Interesting. It sounds like one of those authors yeah. were like that, or like a musician where they're just like, where like they'll have a new hit record and like they'll be kind of like annoyed about it at radio interviews. They'll be like, mm-hmm. well, I, that, you know, to be honest, that song's like two years old now. Like, I don't even like, I'm onto like this new thing now. So if yeah. we could talk about that, that's kind of, I feel like now what, what these people do. But uh, yeah. the, the Who adopted the placeholder name to ensure that their planning was sufficiently flexible to adapt to an unknown pathogen, e.g. broader vaccines and manufacturing facilities. So you got to It's just you guys, if you guys are pilled on the whole 2020 situation, like this shouldn't come as a shock to you. But it's just funny that they like write articles that say this and people like are like, no, you, what are you talking about? Like, what do you like? Yeah. What do you mean? You, director of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci. Yeah, if you guys have heard of him, Anthony Fauci said that the concept of disease X would encourage WHO projects to focus their research efforts on the entire classes of viruses, e.g., flaviviruses, uh, instead of instead of just individual strains, e.g., the Zika virus. There's a name. Uh, I haven't heard that one in years. <laughs> Thus, Zika. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Zika, Zeke. Oh yeah, 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 yeah Zeke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thus improving who capability to respond to unforeseen strains the world health organization in 2022 assembled 300 scientists to scrutinize 25 virus families and bacteria blah 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 all this nonsense yeah. all this stuff they found it they found it guys they found it in 2018 how will disease x emerge disease x is anticipated to manifest oh sick they're gonna do it uh, with the monroe institute and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, look can can i hate yeah. at that point i don't know uh, can yeah. i actually oppose that i'm not sure uh disease x is anticipated to manifest as a respiratory virus you don't say dr amesh Ad- come on all right uh <laughs> a, a senior scholar at the john hopkins center for health security told cbs news okay the india times i saw the doctor that they sought out i see they're like oh hey Amesh, yeah. I'm from the Indian Times. Would you care to comment? And they're like, why don't you ask that guy? No. Nope. Game recognized game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, yeah. Why don't you ask that guy over there? Nope. I'm talking yeah. to you. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's possible that this virus yeah. is already present within animal populations. Wow. Amazing. That sounds like something else, but has yeah. not yet made the leap to human hosts. That could be bats. It could be birds. Could be some other type of animal species. Swine, for example. Um, so then they get into all this stuff. It's antimicrobial. Uh, oh, but then also, here's another reason why it exists. Climate change. Yeah. This is the long-term change in the Earth's climate due to natural or human factors. Okay. Yeah. Those aren't different at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could be either yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. We'll, the, we'll hedging, the hedging is yeah. out of control I, now, dude. It's I crazy, know. dude. Yeah. It's a, yeah we're, we're not sure which, but yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's the same or, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's same thing. No, it's yeah. all just kind of boring argument stuff if it's natural or human. Uh one, you know, either way we should roll out draconian laws and make life worse for everybody yeah. if it's natural. Um climate change can affect the distribution and transmission of diseases such as vector-borne diseases like malaria, waterborne disease diseases cholera, 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 yeah. Yeah, cholera, is it cholera? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Um, typhoid and hepatitis and respiratory diseases. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I just laugh like, um, so 
No the, mention of the, lab leak. That, that's a possibility. No, but it's but it's like you you put yeah. two and two together. They've known about it since 2018. They've reserved yeah. a fucking name for it. Yeah. Um, which is like us when we start a series, we're like, well, we haven't done anything yet, but here's the name. And it's like when you write an essay and you control find a re- control replace, you replace yeah. all the yeah, it's yeah. like that. Also, yeah. John Hopkins event two oh motherfucking one up in this bitch, dude. Like they, yeah, it's the ground zero of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and do, do you know what the what the WHO has been up up to? Their recent game is insane. It's no. like probably the scariest thing of this whole thing. They're they're writing these new measures or something to circumvent any one state government. So they basically they're making themselves like in the event of a pandemic, in the event of a disease X, they have unilateral control to enforce any travel mandates, vaccine mandates, anything. Probably but the, thing, the way they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the way they're doing it, they're putting it, they're making the bill of this whole thing. So boring that no one really gives a shit. But like, if you dig into it, you're like, dude, this is insane. This is clearly the game plan. You filibuster, know, dude. Fil- yeah, exactly. Yeah, writers and yeah. So it's like, yeah, unelected officials deciding how we live our life. It's the pandemic industrial complex, dude. Shout out Latham, dude, with that bar right there. Yeah, That's it like, is. Yeah, it's the PIC for sure. Well, but but yeah. guys, if you're if you're really if you're really um mad about this whole thing, as as we all should be, um, what kind of preparations are needed? The gladly this article says to prepare for disease X, the WHO and other stakeholders have proposed the other the p- proposed several strategies such as strengthening surveillance sure that's <laughs> what we need yeah. um so that way you can tell where the disease is going contact tracing and everything uh developing and deploying vaccines and treatments this involves accelerating the research and de- of the vaccine of course and so yeah. like this is all just like mumbo jumbo that like to any i'm sorry i don't want to pick on the boomers but they think this is all like amazing progress and like yeah. innovation like they just they fall for this stuff uh, yeah our generation does too but they like are straight up in agreement like as yeah yeah they say this involves accelerating the research of the development of safe and effective vaccines and treatments for potential pathogens as well as ensuring their equitable and timely distribution and access so yeah. we won't we can't do the apartheid thing again guys that because that yeah. ruined the world uh with yeah. greedy greedy capitalism um mm-hmm. is, is, is what we did um enhancing public health measures this involves implementing and enforcing measures to prevent and control the spread of diseases such as hygiene indian times um the I, hygiene isolation yeah. quarantine contact tracing social distancing and mask wearing um building resilience and preparedness this this involves enhancing the capacity and readiness of individuals communities and health systems to cope with and recover from disease outbreaks such as addressing the social economic and environmental factors um nowhere there are they like hey eat a fucking apple yeah like go for a walk like get some vitamin d like the sun might help you a little my life if i wrote that article it'd just be bullet point rishi done you know yeah, yeah shout out india dude. dude i love india and all all that shit but there's there's some nasty ass place dude let's be real dude, the dude, cities, every travel on, video every travel video yeah. is just like damn bro <laughs> like i i thought this shit would slap it does, yeah. it certainly does not and it's and, probably like a lot of places where you got it there's some cutty ass spots you got to yeah. get to where before it gets cool but any city part like i feel like india is probably like new york city but just 10 times nastier, which is saying something, you know, 
yeah because it's just yeah feces in the streets and everything like that yeah. exactly but wear a mask though that's the thing you just gotta wear a mask and you'll be good yeah. um but exactly. it's funny in spite of that india was treating covid with ivermectin and had like no deaths for like a year straight, you know in some states of india it's like yeah you know, i remember like, they did the hilarious. whole thing where they were building like uh yeah. pyres for like the the, yeah. the funeral, funeral the, the, yeah. like funeral things they were like getting ready for like burning bodies and stuff like that yeah. and i'm just like okay great but then yeah of course yeah yeah of course of course it's just it's just uh just ridiculous but um a couple things before we get to uh we got some voicemails today but i want to get to some announcements um we started a thing um now shout out to everyone that does subscribe to our sub stack i think most people if not all that uh have stayed with us have have known noticed that it's worth it you get your bang for your buck uh you get a bonus episode every week whether that's gain of fiction coast to coast whatever anything like that you um even just you and i just riffing and stuff it's 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 uh it's a very cool like extra ecosystem that we've uh that we've made over there and it is it's different i feel like it's just a little different and um but uh we are giving a, a free trial we found out we could do that um the podcast is only a month away from being around for four years um so the free trial is going to extend through that month uh march 31st so all you do is if you, you subscribe to the Substack, right? If you don't, if you're not like a free subscriber, I don't know what, what the, like, okay, correct that now because regardless of what yeah. I'm saying, even if you have no interest in that, you should be subscribing to the free feed because it's there's a lot of great writing on there. But um, it's two weeks, two week free trial. You get all our episodes, two weeks to slow the spread, right? Yeah. Where have you heard that before? It's just only going to be two yeah. weeks. Um, two weeks goes by fast. So you will get charged after that two weeks. Now, what you could do, what you could do is do two weeks for free binge everything that you think sounds good and then cancel it right right on like the 13th day yeah. or whatever but the now, reminder on your iphone like we all do for sports you know like free you, trials you shit. can do yeah. that but you're gay if you yeah. do that and ba- your beta ra- i mean i can crunch your numbers right now if i found you did that there's just no way to go alpha after that so i'm just yeah. just keep that in mind if you do that if you do um, that unsub from the free feed we don't want yeah you, you can't even read anything anymore yeah, yeah exactly but no truly yeah. seriously like it's worth it we've seen people sign up already but i wanted to make a formal announcement on here it is uh it's excellent um and we're really proud of it there's over i think there's like 80 episodes on there right now like it's a lot you you crazy I don't even think you like a he, if you do binge all 80 in like two weeks before the free trial is there's a lot going on with you and we need to help you. There's things that we need to like, yeah, <laughs> like you yeah. might learn some cool things, but I'm still concerned that you were yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. we'll get you a get you a girl like the Todd Rundgren song. We got to yeah. get you a girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, Trump Trump is back, though. Trump is back. We've been talking about this, but uh, DeSantis dropped out the other day, which I thought was interesting. Um, sure. Not that I, I didn't. I've, I'm not shocked. There's a lot of boomer Republicans that are shocked and are shocked, and a lot of boomer libs that are like super shocked about about yeah. Trump. But I, I laugh. The people I, I I find that are not annoying because I think they're coming from a good place, and I am sympathetic to this, and ultimately agree in the long term. But the people who are already telling people just straight up not to vote at all. Which yeah. okay, fine. You're not going to. I, I get it. I, I would understand every single reason not to, not to vote. There's there's a lot that that isn't going to change with your vote. Um, and but a lot of people's reason gets conspiratorial and and in a, in a good way. However, I I have to ask a question. So, so people who say like I'm not voting 
for Trump. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I, I like him more than Biden. Like Biden sucks. I'm never Biden, but I just I like won't vote now. OK, fair. You're right. But some people will always go to like Epstein or Israel or just like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's not going to change. And I'm like, well, OK, so I agree that like Trump's part of the Epstein stuff. Trump is pro-Israel. Trump is, is whatever. There's there's a lot of things that aren't going to change if Trump comes goes in. Now, if you believe that this Epstein thing is pretty much over in terms of like there's nothing you could do to stop that, like it's this global thing, everybody's implicated and all that stuff, doesn't that then not become a factor in your electoral process? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I wouldn't go to the booth going thinking about Epstein then at that point, because I'll be like, well, no matter what, I'm supporting something. Yeah. Like yeah. Now, some people say, well, that's why I'm not going to the booth. But I, I don't know. I, I do think Trump is just better than Biden. Like, regardless, it's crazy. Like, regard yeah. It's crazy. They're running Biden again. Like, I don't like that. Don't that's know. just a that's honestly a flex on their part. They're like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's crazy. They're running dude. Biden like and Silicon Valley. Yeah. That's what Biden is made of silicon now. It's yeah. like that's what he, yeah, he yeah. is the Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah, he's like it's, a hidden valley. He, he thinks it's hidden valley ranch. Yeah. <laughs> he bought that lip balm. That fucking yeah. hidden valley lip balm right. shit. Yeah. He, he's like, he fucking, you can eat it, right? And they're like, Yeah, but not the case. Like yeah. what do you, yeah. he eats that, that powder, like the packet, yeah. you know, just like <laughs> just dipping a soft serve. Yeah, his ass will eat the beef jerky silica thing that comes with the beef jerky. But we one that's like says do not eat a thousand yeah, times one, on it. Yeah. One that comes in like Vans shoes and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, but, but yeah, I, like, agree. That's I, agree. I don't show. I don't show. I'm just saying, like, it's weird when people have already said, like, I'm not doing it because of like, Epstein. It's like, but all you're doing is telling people to give up at that point. Like, it's weird. It's just this mm -hmm. weird thing. It's like, give up, but also, like, don't do that. Like, don't, how dare you? How dare you ever, like, go, go do that? Like, which I, I is think it is cool. I mean, I decided the last time I, regardless of anyone i'm just i'm never gonna vote again well, and sure. i don't care if people do but i'm i'm just but not. is it because of fucking jeffrey epstein no, that's the thing no. like that like <laughs> that's the weird thing about jeff yeah. like that's like there's all these people it's like well trump's not your savior it's like, i don't i have one savior yeah like i exactly. and i vote and i vote for him every fucking sunday dude yeah exactly yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, but yes you yeah. know yeah. but i no I, I got one savior i uh, yeah. the, the whole like trump is jesus it's like look some people do go hard for trump like but, yeah. but at the end of the day like no i don't but i think he's better than biden i would rather you could tell me every single thing that trump has done wrong versus everything trump has done as uh, versus everything biden's done wrong i feel still think by the world is in a worse place with joe biden regardless hilarious if, if trump won again and we had zero wars again for four years and people were still pissed about it like come on dude it's, that's shit's insane that's they would just orchestrate another january 6th i am not like bullish yeah. on his like what's gonna happen in his presidency i think he's gonna get yeah. even more handcuffed once again like it's gonna be it's gonna be bad yeah. um it's gonna it's gonna be bad if he wins again i like yeah. i just think it's it's weird like i i, I just I've, i found it that it's weird to be like the well that's my biggest like, fear I, i'm scared of trump winning again strictly for the the fucking liberal backlash i'm scared of what they're gonna pull out this time it's like but are they chill now are they chill now they're not no they, they, no they, i'm not saying of him coming but back also i want it to scary. happen i want to see what it's gonna be too it's, yeah. it's like a it's like a horror film or something it's gonna be nuts dude it's gonna be fucking and it's probably gonna happen too which yeah. is a crazy thing I you know? yeah I don't know I think yeah. they got this I think they got some weird shit planned like that to Dude. really railroad him like I, I don't know yeah yeah disease well yeah that's another thing you could roll yeah. out big time it's a huge <laughs> disease X outbreak um yeah. at an Applebee's wow you know like just something yeah 
So uh, NASCAR or Sean Sean Strickland's latest fight, you know, where we Uh. where where we put it in the fucking nacho dispenser for botulism and stuff and just gave everybody uh, disease (laughs) acts, nachoism and nachoism. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So that's that's interesting. Uh, Camille Polly has been been uh, popping up on on the timeline. There's been some really heated debates on there. as somebody who has just watched like YouTube compilations of Palia, and I've I think I've read a couple of like small pieces that she wrote and stuff, but I don't I don't like I've never read any of her like big works like Sexual Persona and uh, um, Glittering Images. I have not uh, uh, read those, but I think it's really funny when when people who are like dissident and and are, are trying to be like or transgressive, whatever any of those words, and they're like they don't like Camille Palia. I'm like how. She's like the architect of all this. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. weird to say that. It's like when it's like those weird metal fans that don't like Black Sabbath. I'm like, well, how? Yeah. It's just it's a weird thing to skip over. Like mm-hmm. um, and most of it is because of her weird, like kind of like uh, in their words, like pederasty stuff that she does, which she's literally like a like a philosophy person that just poses questions, which that's what they do every single time. Yeah. That's not yeah. that's not new. That's not something that like just she does. That's like Foucault. All these other people are con- like literally the ultimate debate is like that guy's young. Now what? You know, that's, well, that's kind how- of ironic, like just posing the question. And then they say, you know, you're it's kind of like you're not supposed to pose that question. But that's sort of their whole thing is you're a philosopher and that all you do all day is come up with questions. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like this non-starter, this impasse between the those two groups, I feel. Right. yeah first off she's every time i turn it on and i've I've seen like the allegations like she thinks you should be able to possess child pornography and like like she's (laughs) like i'm like okay cool does she go to capitol hill and like try to get that into play no like she fucking (laughs) talks about it on charlie rose and like riffs with him like well charlie if you have it i'm trying to figure out how do you do it so if you have some (laughs) am i throwing you in jail like she's doing like these weird like charlie like defend your position you know what i mean yeah yeah i see that you're so solidified in your beliefs please defend your position now and it's i mean and it's not in like the annoying ben shapiro way either and i i think i think like first off all of her age questionable age stuff yeah pretty much comes from the fact that we infantilize people now which is objectively true and she called it years and years and years ago yeah um she predicted the millennial issues like with the millennial generation and she saw because she she was an early as a because she's always been an academic and at like at Yale and shit too, right? You know, at like mm-hmm. crazy ass places like that. Um, and you know, she was like a lesbian at Yale in the sixties, right? So she's she knows what's what, what's up. Mm-hmm. And she saw she's one of those rare ones that saw this stuff happen, and she saw this happening early, and was brave enough to call it out and be like, "Yo, this is gay," you know. And she's also a woman, which is like that's like yo, that's super fucking rare. All those three things in one, you know. So. Yeah um so yeah and but she always had her own thing going on her little column in the paper and stuff mm-hmm. and her books mm-hmm. and stuff so yeah she noticed it early for sure the yeah infantile, yeah and like first off the campus rape thing 100 correct on that all that stuff Absolutely. like she was she was she really got like she got torched for that like yeah. the, the all the like like she's like this is literally fake like you're like partying with you're like knowingly partying with guys older than you and like passing out in their rooms and stuff like that it's like what do you like what is happening like yeah. at what point like if we're moving forward as feminists like you there is like accountability that you have to have like there is thing she she was like i thought we were for empowering ourselves what happened to that you know it's like and she she, it's funny when like the jk rowling's or the camila polias 
when they were like, yo, we were about that life. What happened? And they, they didn't get the upgrade, you know? And no, they kind of yeah. like, I love that shit, you know? I yeah, they still have Walkmans, dude. They're yeah. like, they're not even on the iPod yet. No, which, no, which, no. Hey, to, to be fair, like once we started streaming music, it went to shit. And once we started infantilizing people, it really went to shit. And, and yeah. like, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I think it's very strange and very, very convenient to progressivism, which I, people can say what we're doing right now isn't real progressivism, but we are quote unquote, eroding everything from the past and creating a new future out of it so assign whatever uh cool academic term you want to that uh what she is saying is basically true now where you see like millennial women and and millennial men uh 30 years old that have voted in almost three elections yeah <laughs> but cannot operate in society and their brain isn't like fully developed until 25 and stuff but we're allowing these people to make huge decisions yeah and yeah. we don't ever make them accountable whereas like our generation you know our parents generation and even the one behind that like bro they were like 19 like you know just like yeah. having to make real decisions in life it didn't always go well but um you know and she comes at it from like a pop culture angle a lot which i think is really interesting and entertaining and I just think it's weird if like you're one of those like dissident transgressive people and you're like, oh, I, I don't like Camille Polly because of because she's creepy and weird. It's like, OK, is she a pedophile, though? Because I don't you don't even look up Camille Polly like is she, she should have been like having like those Lydia Tarr situations like every single fucking yeah, week. Exactly. Like it should have been happening all the time if she was this about that life, which she's not. She's yeah. just a philosophy person that makes you that tries to make you uncomfortable by something that you thought was lead pipe cinched. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that yeah, yeah. that's. That's what I like. And you need those people. And I think as we get, as we keep going into whatever it is we're going, this like new society, globalized society, um, she, she is the nuance. She's not the extreme to me. Like she, she yeah. is the nuance. I think there's people that try to like say, oh, it's nuanced by watering down her take and getting it closer to the shitty one that actually runs our society. Um, that to me is not. I think she is the nuance where she finds that middle, that actual middle ground which is reality, not mm -hmm. not just something that sounds good in college. Yeah, that, that which is clearly to society. Yeah, yeah. So great music takes too. She's yeah. good. She's great good. Music takes. Yeah, I, I like her a lot, and and even her Sopranos one, which everybody jumps on her for. I get it because it was after season one. Season one is an interesting season. It's very good. Mm -hmm. It's very good. And if you know what's coming later, it's excellent. But like that show did not start the way that it finished. Like it was. It, it she just had to represent for the Italian Americans too. Yeah, that was, exactly. That was yeah, that's all yeah. that was. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. So, yeah. um, but yeah, like so, I I think she's I, I think she's a genius. And the fact of the matter is that like if you, the more you get red pilled, and in a natural way where you actually feel like you found the real answer to something, you can like find her name next to it forty years ago. It's great. Yeah, and. Also, just her her aesthetic. It's crazy how she's so turned in interviews and just yep. like you know, and like oh. is like four thousand miles ahead of the interviewer and like is interviewing herself at, at this point, you know. And but somehow you listen to it, you're not stressed at all. You're just like, oh, this is vibing, no. it's cruising along. Versus like a Ben Shapiro where you're like, okay, where's the Magnum forty five? I need to blow my fucking brain, you know? It's yeah. Like, same kind of cadence, but completely different energies. I feel. And, yeah, he has uh, Shapiro has no swag whatsoever. Yeah. In no. fact, he, he in fact he knows he yeah. like thinks that's cool. 
that to yeah. have to like not I'm not about I don't do bells and whistles. I just hand the ball to the ref after the touchdown, you know. Like yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. one of those like one of uh, those guys where you're like, Well, Camille Polly is like, No, we're we're gonna get there in an art Polly is taking the Sharpie out of the, the sock, signing the ball, giving it to yeah, the cheerleader. Performing, yeah. she's performing mm-hmm. while also you know, hitting the nail on the head, which which not a lot of people can do. Um, it's not a it's lot cool of- how she understands the essence of gender roles in like a non-gay, mm-hmm. like non-like Zoomer trans way. You know, she kind yeah. of knows. She's like, this is the core of this shit. There's something here. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like we do these things for a reason. Men are men for this reason. It's like I like the way, and it's funny coming from her because she's basically like an alien. You know, yeah. Like who the fuck is she? She's like a she's like she doesn't fit in anywhere sexually at least but she's like an expert on that shit she wrote a whole book on it you know mm-hmm. and stuff so it's pretty funny it's like it's almost maybe that's probably why it works you know it's i think it has it i think it has to be i think it has to be somebody like that somebody like a true yeah. outsider to, exactly. to really be able to comment to that degree i mean like dude even the audiobook of sexual persona is 40 hours dude like it's fucking yeah. like it's like she she that's her like she she dumped everything and it's like that, nine right? to five monday through friday you'll yeah. be done friday with that yeah you know, it's like, crazy. Yeah. i think i think it's free on spotify like i think it's free <laughs> like you you could uh yeah. smash through that but and i and i will one day i will yeah. one day I'll, i will get through i'll do the audio i wish it was her reading it like manically that would be sick maybe we'll do it for uh the new book series non-fiction sure series. sure we'll no fucking, i yeah dude like that's what yeah. i mean where where people just be like this kind of like Oh, like she brought up like the taboo thing of the age of consent. Like she brought it up. Therefore, we throw everything out. It's like, man, I'm sorry. Like we are the only, in my opinion, the only country that really um, gets like scarlet letter level Puritan over like even talking about it. Yeah. It's, I, we're uh, the only country. We're, we're, we're stupid about it. We have really weird Victorian nonsense going on in this country um, to even to even decide like, OK, let's leave. I'm fine. Let's leave the age of consent where it's at. I have no problem with that. I have no issue with it being 18. We need to start real. We need to start uh, actually treating 18 like it's adult then. Yeah, exactly. That's my I, thing. Like, well, you need you're an adult when you're 18. Then no, no, yeah. none of this, none of this uh, dawdling around for eight years trying to figure out what you're gonna do. Um, and also, yeah. The, yeah, the whole thing. Like, I agree. I have no issue. I let's keep it as it is. You know, mm-hmm. I have no. But is anyone campaigning? Is anyone going to the 16 year old states and campaigning for them to raise it? Is that like a political? I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's some form of that. But but yes, these people I, that are trashing Polly or whatever should be those political activists on that yeah. route. They should be going to Oklahoma or whatever the fuck these. I don't even know what you know what those states are. It's crazy and great. Yeah, it's like. And then everyone brings up the yeah Europe. Europe doesn't care, and it's like it seems like less bad things happen out there in general with this shit. It's like a law of attraction thing, you know. If, uh-huh. like, if you focus on it in a weird way, it's gonna produce weird results, kind of thing. So I don't know. It's just, um, yeah. That being said, yeah, philosophers do love talking about age of consent. They do. I mean, it's it's the number <laughs> it's, one thing. I mean, it's yeah. like it, it's the it's the thing. They know it's weird. They know I. Mm-hmm. They know everybody immediately stops what they're doing to like, oh well, well what are you talking about? You know, yeah. they they know that, and then they get a chance to actually you know defend it because like that's what I mean. If 18's 18, let's make that the let's make that adulthood like truly adulthood yeah. instead of this whole age gap. Uh, you know and whatever. If, and if yeah. you really are worried about kids making poor choices you need to bolster the educational side but not some dumb like fucking that's the weird that's the other weird thing too is how like <laughs> you know that the, all those like all the books in elementary schools teaching you how to give like blowjobs and shit you know that like yeah you know that that 
liberal is like, oh, the the conservatives want us to want us want these books banned, and it's like, well, yeah, it's fucking insane, you know. So it's I don't know, it's it's all mixed up. I um, it it's interesting how I do think. I do think we are sexually repressed in a lot of ways as a society. Hundred percent. Um, but in but in the ways that, like the progressive types think they've evolved beyond, but they're they haven't. You know, they that's it's the weird. It's a like a weird catch twenty two thing. The other thing I know, and again, I we were talking about this with the show, um, the uh, the curse that you were talking about in the chat with Kelby mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. on how, and I brought up how like you know it's everyone every Netflix show makes fun of woke stuff now right mm-hmm. yeah. and in particular every show we just watched this new like made for netflix jennifer lawrence movie it was pretty good um oh was that the one where she's like tries to get the kid laid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was funny it was fine you know it was a little slow paced and everything but um and but i've noticed this at least five times with like netflix shows or movies where they explicitly make fun of consent now as like some dumb liberal yeah. aggressive thing because but it's like they started it yeah, so it's, it's like from it's coming from within the house. It's like, you know, it's like one of those things. But I do uh, find it funny that that's what they pick because even those guys, even like the most hardcore Netflix ass progressives, know that consent as they've defined it is complete horseshit. Right? When have they ever like, actually? When have they ever actually applied it? Exactly. That's what I wonder. Like, yeah. like, like a like a a true the, like a true like bureau- bureaucratic sex person. Like, yeah. like these people. Like these true. Terry Gilliam Brazil guy repairman comes in with like forms when you're fucking yeah. and stuff like a true when have they applied that because like I, for, yeah. that's what dating apps are for by the way that's why that's why people that's why people do dating apps or not, or not why yeah. they do them but that's why they're so streamlined now because it's supposed to take away every form of like kind of the thing that people enjoy yeah. on sexual yeah. encounters the the the, mystery, uh, the, the, the spont- spontaneity you know like yeah. all all these things that it's taken away and then people wonder why hmm, i'm 32 and don't have anybody in my life right now uh yeah. maybe i should have listened to camille Paglia and actually just got gone after what i want in the world rather than fucking um going through all these weird hula hoops uh in and to to live in a yeah. world where eggs are like fucking however much money you know what i mean well, also, like, and yeah and also, um, I think girls just realized they were psyoped into this whole thing, and they realized quickly that nothing gets them drier than uh, beta male asking for consent for a sexual All encounter. It is, dude, man. it's like, yeah. dude, it's like, there's nothing that'll red pill you faster as a woman, I'm sure, than that well, experience. And right? as a it's guy, like, where you think the consent thing works, and then and then it's like they're like, yeah. okay, oh, well, I don't want to anymore now, and, and then like, yeah. And then he's like, "Well, should I?" Rave? I mean, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But truly, like, it's just like, yeah, like the can I can't. It's like, I'm yeah. just like, if you haven't been in the situation, this just sounds like somebody who doesn't isn't in the situation. It's like when you, yeah. when you tell somebody a story from you like your work, and you kind of just want them to listen to the story and like go, "Oh, that's gay." Like or Dude, something, like but then they they tell you like what you should have done at your job. You're like you don't fucking work that you have no idea if you I like. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that when we were doing our um bit on the uh the watch the intimacy coordinator yes thing. and that, that I found those TikTok there's like TikTok or YouTube Shorts because I don't have TikTok of accounts of hey like I'm an intimacy coordinator and they make those dumb skits and one of them was yeah. like when I'm reading a script about and I put it in that clip of ours it's like when I'm reading a script where they the the people get get and give consent. And they're like, oh, this show's gonna be popular. It's like, no, it's fucking not, dude. No, no. one wants to hear that in a show, dude. Like, no, no. Wants to... yeah. No. Speaking of which, I need to watch the new um 
uh true detective yeah i'm gonna watch that tonight yeah i'm gonna watch that tonight too i haven't seen it but the uh yeah so just you know a few thoughts on polia there i i want to get more into her work but i just laugh when people the the whole thing when somebody drops like the whole child porn pedophilia stuff with her is that that means actually you're supposed to throw all of her stuff out that's that's what people do with that stuff that's that's the that's the algorithmic kind of misinformation society uh that we have now from the five to the six we watched a movie that i recommended um called the, called the fury yeah we watched a couple that's true um Dude, I under, talk under, about both for sure okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so the, so let's talk about under the silver lake first because now some people might roll their eyes a bit because i did talk about that on gain the second gain of fiction which that was a long ass time ago uh the second gain of fiction i paired it with the crying of lot 49 um yeah, and yeah, with, yeah. with adam lehrer and i uh talked about where basically the, you know the crying of lot 49 is centered around a woman who um is in kind of a really weird unhappy marriage and one of her ex like fling guys dies uh suddenly uh and and then she's made the executor of his will and she's and he's this big like mogul like howard hughes ass dude and so she's like uncovers all these weird secret societies basically uh um the red pill journey and the stuff you gain from it and the stuff you lose from it it's a uh, crying a lot 49 is a masterpiece I, i think everybody should read it but the under the silver lake is like that but for a guy that just is trying to get laid yeah and um it's the millennial lebowski yeah it's uh andrew garfield who is like the soyest guy in any other movie yeah. but i think he is incredible as uh um yeah. i don't even remember what the main character's name i didn't rewatch it but uh the um in under the silver lake but he is he is incredible in that but um it's a fun like kind of burnout noir journey where it's just like random like fantastical yeah. things popping out um dream logic very kind of kafka-esque dream logic stuff happening in it but what did you think i loved it man i, mm. I was definitely first 10 15 minutes uh, i was a little skeptical and yeah. then i was bought in by the end 100 i the maharishi it. the maharishi cult guy goes hard yeah. dude i love that guy also, I love the fact, yeah, hundred percent. I love that these billionaires are ascending with essentially hookers in their little cave. You know, it's like they're like OnlyFans girls, you know, and so, they're like escorts, and they're like, these are the girls I'm going to spend eternity with, and in, in the afterlife and in this cave that we've carved out under uh, under LA. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was fucking great. It was yeah, he's the perfect character, especially mm-hmm. the eviction at the end. It's like that's just brings it all so down to earth. That he's I like, know. Oh shit! I'm literally kicked out of my fucking apartment because I've been chasing this like this crazy yeah. ass story. Yeah, that's the best part about it is every time it kind of yeah. takes you out of the real world. Yeah, it brings you, it sobers you up a little bit, which I feel like that's like my life a lot. That's a lot of like a lot yeah. of people our age in our kind of uh, journeys in life, uh, especially for me being uh, a third burnout in his 30s uh like one of my favorite parts is when he's with that younger girl in the uh in that little cave party where he eats the whole cookie 
when he yeah. shouldn't have eaten the cookie, the whole cookie. And they're like, did you eat that whole fucking cookie? dude?" Yeah. He's like, yeah. And then but he I just, just that, did they make him to get in the party though? Exactly. It's yeah. a Kafka thing. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's exactly. A, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. It's a Kafka. Thing. Yeah. And, uh, like, I guess wait, you were it, supposed to eat it. Yeah. It's like, and then you're like, well, the guy at the door, but then who was the guy at the door? Right. I mean, exactly. just, there's all these, like, was that even the guy? So he's, yeah. he's just never belongs. He's not, he's Joseph K in that sense. He has like a yeah. very Joseph K kind of uh, vibe to him, but he, but I love when the REM hits, dude. Like the "What's Your Frequency," Kenneth, yeah. and like he's the only one that cares about the song. Yeah, and then just like throws up, and and then, uh, but then after that, it's like this really odd, like what is all these weird underground, you know, society like LA kind of indie sleaze parties that they're having, yeah. and then all of a sudden he wakes up in that graveyard, and his like mom is calling him, talking yeah. about like sending him videotapes and stuff. It's just yeah. it's um it's it's really 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 good um you know the the guy with the the eyebrow I never know his name the guy with the eyebrows uh he's in so many movies the creep the guy with the little that that snuffed it out like the the weird yeah. prize map and and uh oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah about what's happening under LA I love uh-huh. that guy too he's great um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's such a it's funny because first of all, I love LA movies they're yes. unabashedly LA LA <clears throat> and of course it's Lebowski but you hear that and you're like, well, I don't want to watch a Lebowski no. remake essentially. But the thing is no one ever tries to make a Lebowski remake, but then, the, but then they kind of did and they nailed it. They didn't. And well, I know that's not, yeah. it's not a one-to-one map. I, I get that. Well, no. And like, Lebowski is, is the big sleep Raymond Chandler yes, for yeah. burnouts. So there's this, there's a whole lineage of it. And they're just, they're just like, well, I'm going to make this type of movie. Now that noir genre it, it, it you know, people think noir is a guy in a detective coat, like smoking, yeah. like, this town ain't like it used to be toots beat it you know like that yeah. type of movie which those are excellent too but you really it's a pacing thing it's a pacing and yeah. an aesthetic thing where a lot of smoke a lot of confusion yeah. um you're figuring out everything alongside the pro as the protagonist is um you don't know anything that he doesn't yeah. and and it's a mystery and um you know and, there, and there's a big climactic part of it first off casting wise you get you get this is like a Sydney Sweeney's in that. I mean, it's, it's like mm-hmm. this is a lot of like bef- Riley Keough, who's the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley, I think, um, and uh, part of the Presley family. She's the the main kidnapped girl. Um, I love the fake indie rock band with the backwards uh, letters. The songs hits. The songs yeah, hit. they were good. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, they were good. And Jesus uh, getting the shit beat out of him. That was a great part. He's just a little. Shitting punk, gold, you know, shitting yeah. gold into the toilet. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, no, uh-huh. it's 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 such a fun journey. It did not get good reviews when it came out. It got yeah. a little bit more of a cult following. I think there's going to be another huge resurgence with that movie. It's going to get its kind of. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a movie that would be like it, like even yeah, like exactly Napole- like Lebowski. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Cult. Yeah, uh-huh. it bombs it because these movies, like again, like how it ends, like I can't even tell you how it ends. Like I could, yeah. I you watch it, it makes sense and it's cool, the old bird lady and everything. But like you, if you explained, even pitch that to a producer, they're like, I, what the fuck, dude? I what like why would I fund that? Movie? Well, it has it has that uh, that hockey stick ending where it just squirrels off into some oh, weird I direction, I which again, that. I think people a lot of people hate normies hate. But that's actually the smartest way to end a movie because then you don't get the the bad ending, right? Where it's like, wait, what? You ended it like that, you know? Where it's just kind of, it's like a question mark trails off a little bit. I love that. I I, I really get mad watching movies with people that only care about plot. Now, plot's important. There has to be a yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, to me, it's like pacing and characters uh-huh. are much more fun to me. Where yeah. um, it's kind of like, okay. I don't think you need to be one of those guys. Well, you need to abstract this from there. And then none of this is actually this. And you don't have to get to that point. But these plot people, they've, 
when people become so into plot, plot becomes ruined, by the way. I've watched movies with somebody in my family who it will be on their phone during the entire movie, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, Oh, I bet this is going to happen. And then it happens. And I'm like, yeah, because that happens in every movie. Like, you're not smart for knowing (laughs) that that was going to happen. And that's not, they weren't hiding that from you either. Like, it wasn't, this wasn't something that you uncovered. Uh, So, yeah, I just, I I love like this type of movie, which is just, it's zany, it's odd, but it doesn't, it doesn't just, it doesn't do weird just to be weird. It's, um, you know, like eventually this guy's trying to find, like, he's really trying to get laid. That's the thing. Like, he's not really trying to, change the world he gets sucked yeah. into a conspiracy but it's all to find this like cute little blonde girl that he was fucking yeah. around with um yeah. who who's like kind of a 50s like movie girl like that yeah. that uh is obsessed with it all to the point where he gets to the guy's house um i even use this clip to uh to intro the episode of the second gain of fiction again free trial guys free trial mm-hmm. we also cover the trial on the, yeah. the the game of fiction so Get but the, free trial to listen to the, the trial, trial with monte carlo i hope somebody yeah. goes through a trial situation trying to not to trying to cancel it yeah oh sorry you're, you're not only did you your card get charged it? it got charged for the yearly fee yeah and um, why did you want to cancel it do you yeah. hate them what thank happened? you for being a, a founding member of uh yeah exactly yeah <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy because you're actually under arrest now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For doing that, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. But would be funny if we like canceling the rare candy trial, like dings your credit score or something. How sick would that be? To, oh, I would love like, that. It's yeah. like, oh, you, yeah, you dipped fifty points. It, uh, yeah. But it, but it does up your Reddit score. Yes, if you cancel. Yeah. So you get Reddit yeah. gold. <laughs> you decide. You get up dudes. Yeah. And yeah. uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, but no, the, the, but the, yeah. the protagonist, the Andrew Garfield character, he pops into the house where it's the old guy with the comically like old wax face. Yeah. Playing every popular song of all time. And yeah, what the it, fuck, dude? Yeah. And it's just fun. It's, it's kind of a mockery of a red pill journey where like it all lines up too perfectly, like where it's yeah. what people think they're doing. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times, uh, I do love like cautionary red pill tales a lot. That's what crying of lot 49 is, uh, where it's just like, okay, well now I can't change anything. And I lost all my friends, yeah. you know? And, and I love, uh, no, this guy didn't really have any friends. He had a, like a weird, like girl that would come over and have sex with him every once in a while, but he, yeah. he didn't have a lot of friends. Um, by the way, in that movie, classic, uh, millennial, uh, uh, thing, millennial frat house thing is, uh, the fucking uh, soda bottle full of cigarettes, yeah. cigarette butts. God, nailed yeah. it. Just nailed it. That. Yeah. It was. It's really. It's really good. So I. I highly recommend if you haven't watched that movie. Um, it's from 2018, but a lot of people just haven't. I don't. And I don't know why. Uh-huh. Um, and it's. It's. It's great. It's. It's absolutely great. Now you watched another movie, and this one is a little more. Uh, that one's pretty RC coded, but this one is like, like pretty much hits everything that we that we talk yeah. about and it's uh made by made by a master um this guy's an absolute master filmmaker his name is brian de palma and this was his 1978 yeah. follow-up to carrie which was a smash hit blockbuster stephen king's carrie adaptation um kind of similar uh yeah. and it's uh called the fury now the fury is uh i've been on kind of a kirk douglas michael douglas yeah. kick so i had been going I, it was on max and i was looking for something to stream and uh first off right away i talked about it a while back you look at kirk douglas you're like holy shit man this guy this is just michael douglas yeah this is just michael douglas it's scary kind of scary a little bit like it's just it's like fucking crazy and um 
there, but but De Palma um, is a gearhead, and the movie starts that way. He he's always been seen as a guy who loved Hitchcock, but like he's all about the mechanics of filmmaking. So every De Palma movie always has like a scene where you're like, where does this fit into the movie? And then the yeah, guy goes, yeah. and cut. Can I get yeah. some coffee over here, man? Like yeah. you know, uh, well, fucking bitch, what is this bitch doing? Like he's a whole another movie, Blowout, which is another masterpiece by De Palma, uh, starring John Travolta, where. The whole time the movie starts with like this horror slasher thing and they're actually just recording women screaming that's what they're doing the whole time yeah. for the to put in the post-production <laughs> like it's just there's a lot of that happening so this movie covers parapsychology telepathy um mass shootings uh false flag stuff a lot of program to kill yeah. kind of kind of things happening in there uh, because it starts out with uh Kirk Douglas, main character guy. Um, you can tell that he is kind of somebody a little bit because he's on a on a vacation with his son named Robin. Robin, we'll get to Robin. He's he's an interesting guy. And but all of a sudden a huge shooting happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that the guy, uh the the main CIA agent played by the great John Casavetes, uh, another great story about him, is uh orchestrated the whole thing and that's not a mystery you see it right away um he even even kirk douglas knows this but you don't know why he orchestrated this uh because they're filming a mass shooting and there were like israel flags everywhere so i was assuming they were in like somewhere in the mediterranean yeah and but you don't know why like why would you film somebody shoot doing like a big mass shooting and then like blow up the guy's boat he must have done something wrong Mm -hmm. it's actually not it's actually not true he didn't do anything wrong his son has a special talent and uh, we, we then, but we don't, we don't get to him for a while. Um, but, but John Cassavetes for any, you know, film heads know John Cassavetes. His movies are really cool. Slow burn kind of like these really like dingy, like grungy documentary looking ass movies. Um, one of them is called a woman under the influence, which is definitely how it sounds it's crazy and uh with his wife is like this girl having a meltdown arguing with his mom these are all like his real life wife and mom doing this um but he <laughs> he would take casavetis would take acting roles he's kind of a handsome guy he would take these acting roles to gain a bunch of money and pump it back into his 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 passion projects so yeah. he would do rosemary's baby yeah make a bunch of money which like yeah i'm gonna do this bullshit movie oh wait it's one of the best movies ever yeah, yeah. He, like he, he was in that sweet spot where he's like I'll, I'll take the big blockbuster that's also a timeless classic yeah uh and then um he has another one called a killing of a chinese bookie which slaps really hard too and oh, heard of that uh, one. yeah it's, it's sick it's sick and um but yeah he would do colombo all types of stuff but um Robin, you know, watching his dad die because as he tries to get away um, to find his son, the Kirk Douglas guy, he finds out the the boat exploded and stuff. But um, really, the whole concept of the movie is that they were trying to create a footage of a false flag mass shooting because the kid is telepathic, but the kid is also probably has PK psychokinesis, bending spoons, blowing stuff up with your mind and stuff. So they wanted to have something that would get him to peak anger. Yeah. Like so, what would be more angry, make you more angry than be than watching your dad die? Kind of like MK Ultra Zoolander style, um, kill yeah. the prime minister of Malaysia, uh, yeah. stuff. And there's this like secret kind of X Men school uh, involved in it, and it's all done really masterfully. So, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, 
it's sometimes it's hard for me to watch like seventies movies. I'm just I need I need that like polish on it, you know. But this one was pretty polished. Definitely had some. Okay, the one thing I mean, this is just right off the bat. This has nothing to do with the theme or anything. But whenever they, whenever they use special effects in seventies movies, like the blood coming out of the fingernails, the audio gets so shrill because they're almost Uh trying to disguise how bad the effect is. You know, Mm -hmm. that's just something that stuck out to me. Where it's always like it's hard to. It doesn't fit a modern soundbar or TV when you're listening to it on a fucking yeah. Well, that's why you get the that's why you get re-releases. You get all the Blu-ray. You know that's why that's why those exist now because you're right. These were not meant to be watched anywhere other than a movie theater and maybe maybe syndication. But this movie wasn't going to be syndicated on TV. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's crazy. But yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, Kirk Douglas was definitely the goat, and Mm. the girl, the young girl, the seventeen year old girl, high school uh, Mm. psychic. Uh, I don't know the actress's name, but she no, was, me neither. I'd never heard yeah. of her. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she was great. Yeah, Robin is definitely my least favorite character. He, uh, the actor was bad. He overacted. Um, just wasn't my favorite uh, performance from that. But I loved it. I love the accuracy of like the the psi elements within. There were mm-hmm. clearly what was going because it's yeah, what was in the collective consciousness by seventy eight because it, it couldn't have been more than a decade old since like the summer of love that people were talking about this stuff in mass or whatever. Sure. To, where yeah. they're, Timothy you know, Leary we were talking about like, stuff, yeah. yeah, where they're talking about alpha brain waves and like the, the train controlling the train with your mind. Like that's me off the cup of shift for sure. Dude. That's like mm-hmm. me off like a t- tablespoon of shift right there. I'm, I'm like ripping that train around those tracks. Uh, shout out Romani and Dean Thomas. But yeah, I, lo- I loved it. And um, again, the ending again, a nice, abrupt, clean, quick ending. Beautiful. Won't, won't spoil it, but it, it's, it's awesome. It's fucking yeah, awesome. and he's yeah. a he's a damn. De Palma is obsessed with Hitchcock. Hitchcock yeah. movies end after the the climax. The yeah. climax is done. There's no resolution because yeah. people back then weren't on Reddit saying, "Well, how would that happen?" And yeah. then, 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 then. Yeah, now yeah. directors now directors have to appease those people. So and then they ruin their art through it. So yeah. the that my opinion because it's like to me it's like why don't get your brain to work and that's mm-hmm. not what it is. You're like not everything is meant to be this like. Um, don't fuck with cats netflix documentary where you solve everything like no yeah. you're watching a filmmaker make this shit like that's hmm. that's what you're doing like like the, the, he's in charge so yeah. it's um yeah and it's interesting because two years prior he makes carrie right carrie's not his 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 uh ip right it's a stephen king novel yeah. but it's about a woman who gets angry and it's a revenge movie yeah. and she's able to do all sorts of insane uh stuff with her mind uh and a that's much more pig, horrific that's the pig's blood one right pig's blood yeah yeah yep, exactly so um great movie too it's 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 yeah. excellent but like the Palma was on something like there's like those couple of years. Cause I don't know why you take those two projects back to back. Unless yeah. just the fact is, you know, you have a hit when you can make something for like involving, you know, young girls. Cause he had another movie called sisters, which is much more of an independent movie. I think it was 1971 where it was about two conjoined twin sisters and it was yeah. really creepy and weird and odd, but very, very good. Yeah. Uh, that's also on max too, for anybody looking for that. And the, but like for me, um, but then, like you know, a couple years later, you get scanners, right? Cronenberg scanners, kind yeah. of another PK very style scanner. movie. Yep. Yeah, there's a uh-huh. lot. I mean, the end of this movie is scanners essentially, but like yeah. honestly, a sicker ending um, because yeah. you really hate that John Cassavetes CIA agent guy. But I do think he has he's like his shit is cool, man. Like it's just it's funny. He had he goes to the school. He has the school that's like a CIA front for like finding the next like psychokinesis like yeah. alpha weapon 
person and because he's like well china doesn't have one uh yeah. russia has one it's like a, it's, it's definitely an arms race thing that's that's happening yeah. there and it's you like an nba like, draft you know it's like right. every, yeah it's like copycat league copycat league yeah. uh-huh. and um but yeah. so that that one is uh is 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 really cool and and you know it's a really good uh mystery but i i think it's um i think it's a lot of uh like Kirk Douglas is like in charge too the whole time too, which is which is really fun because yeah. he's got like his uh his, he's got like the one like non CIA girl like basically at his uh, she she dies for him essentially <laughs> like in the yeah. his like little like CIA girlfriend yeah. um swore she would do anything for me but yeah uh, exactly uh, that's the other boy. thing well that is the funny thing about seventies movies too is like the least the most beta guy in the film is still more alpha than like any average guy today. Oh, it's yeah. crazy, dude. It's fucking, I know crazy. he's not jacked or like ripped or anything. That's the, uh, that's yeah. the other thing is a psyop from a lot of, is all these guys. Like now it's like, we need to, you know, I'm a reactionary. We need to look like guys from the past, dude. Like Steve yeah. McQueen looks fine. <laughs> Yeah. looks fine but he's not like cut and jacked like he had like just yeah. a regular like he looked good like he was in yeah. shape and good and toned but he wasn't like you know like getting i need to get this ab to like pop out a little more yeah, so like yeah, he yeah. didn't care about that you know why because he wasn't well kind of was yeah. a little gay but like he wasn't gay like in yeah. that sense wasn't vain <laughs> in that sense yeah. but they're like you, you laugh like kirk, kirk gay, Doug- <laughs> yeah kirk douglas is like 60 something in this movie he, yeah. I mean, kirk douglas died at 103 like yeah. he was old as fuck, um, but he's like old in this movie, and he's but he's but he's cool, man. Like he's just he's just he's one yeah. step ahead of everybody. He leads like uh, he, you know, those guys impersonating the cops with their brand new Cadillac. Like the, yeah. the whole part of that is, is is so much fun, and um, it is like a Hitchcockian uh, sci thriller essentially, and and yeah. um, highly recommend for everybody. Yeah. So, Absolutely. um, yeah, the next uh next one um i have to we have to talk about because i want to talk about your uh your red pill is uh oh, yeah, is yeah. uh this i think this is i think this is brand new on our site uh as of it's about a day old and um you wrote your 13th red pill and it mm-hmm. is about sleep and other altered states now what is that all about yeah i wanted to do something special for number 13 this is one of my mm-hmm. favorite numbers you know it's a cool little slightly unstable number um you know 13 cycles of the moon around the or in every year on earth mm-hmm. you know kind of thing and it just uh so what better and i kind of wrote this over the course of a week and a half couple weeks uh just like either super early in the morning or super late at night when i was kind of in that state and uh mm-hmm. yeah my main thesis is uh well, I noticed through reading like new age books and hippie stuff and law of attraction stuff that distinct and disparate authors and belief systems and everything all focused on they're like, if you could do one thing, focus on your consciousness as you drift off to sleep and install the consciousness you want as you drift off to sleep. That's the number one piece of advice, you know, whether you want to manifest a better life, whether you want, you know, a better anything in your waking life. Um, you want to harness that precious in-between state because that's when you cascade through all your brain waves, right? Where you go from beta, mm-hmm. wakeful state, beta, you know, so, so um, true. through alpha, which is like the, that's the L-theanine vibe. That's the shift, the Rishi vibe, the alpha is like zoned in alert, but couldn't give a fuck, you know, kind of vibe, mm-hmm. like just like 
no cares in the world, but all the care in the world kind of, you know, that, that kind of thing. And that's the secret is what, she, so um, I just noticed everyone talking about that and I'm getting better at implementing that. I'm uh, where you're going to sleep every night. Anyway, you're always going to um, every single night at, at, you know, every night of your life, you're going to go to sleep. So you might as well harness that state for good and put it to work for you rather than go through it unconsciously. And I just find it funny with sleep is such a funny thing. You know, we think of, think about like all our ancestors uh, trying to survive, trying to fight battles and, uh, you know, invading tribes and, and just, you know, lions that would attack us, you know, on the fucking Savannah or whatever. All that time we were still all sleeping in a fuck ton because we all have to sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. And then think about like, Jerry Rice before every Super Bowl had to sleep, right? It's like it's 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 crazy how like every moment in history, right? The craziest mm-hmm. thing shit can you imagine that person slept that night, you know, or like maybe not, but they slept the night before, you know. And so it's just it's something we can't avoid, basically. And uh it's a special thing. So yeah, you you just kind of cascade through these brain waves. Uh you can really harness it to really expand your consciousness. And then I talk about Bob Monroe, Robert Monroe of the Monroe Institute, um, who we had, you know, we had Joe Gallenberger on. Uh, definitely peep that episode. I think that's one of our sleeper hits for sure. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. Um, and he's a veteran of the Monroe Institute. And, you know, I was sitting in this in this Red Pill article. If, if you're if you're like an Art Bell guy, you'll love Bob Monroe. He's like kind of the same type of dude, right? Just yeah. it's a room full of fucking weird radio equipment. He was a radio guy. Bob Monroe was a radio yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh um and then he just got he just started this thing doing brainwave entrainment to basically to get people to jump out of their body, right? To get uh get them themselves into a state where your body is completely asleep, but your mind is alert and you can leave your body at will, which is again something you can harness through sleep, you know, waking up 3 30 in the morning, going back to bed, so your body's tired, but then you can get your mind alert, things like that. So um yeah, I just think it's a very underrated aspect of for all this for all this like hard work and hustle culture and all this productivity stuff and all this flow state stuff we see now. And that's also something I mentioned is how surface level all based and you know like cool podcaster health stuff focuses on just like the most surface level which is to be expected. You know, that's mm-hmm. fair. Everything in this life is surface level, but there's just so much richness beneath that um yeah it's curious what what do you think about that yeah yeah i mean i i hate sleep i wish i could bypass it you you can't um i do feel better uh i again i don't like sleeping because i feel like you lost to the day i feel like you could you know uh i have an issue with time i have an issue with saying i don't have time for something that i want to do and i the problem is is when you stay up late a lot of times i'm not productive when i stay up late i'm not like i i stay up all night worrying you know what i mean and it's like that's beta not worrying but you know just like it's not every time anytime i sit uh anytime i'm like oh i'm gonna you know be up till this time in the morning you know on a weekend or something i'm gonna be up till this time in the morning i'm and i'm gonna work on this i'm gonna read this i'm gonna do that none of that stuff ever gets done and i think it's the idea is that no my body clocked out you know your mind never does so so when you are i feel like that's a better way to in my opinion I should be going to bed earlier and allowing that angst to work its way through dreams. Um, because I, I actually like 
having the feeling like not like it, but I think it's important. And I think it's uh, uh, obviously not too much of it, but I think it's, I think it's important, but for me to just be doing it during my waking hours um, rather than just getting a jump start on tomorrow, I, I need to teach myself to be better at it. And I think the, uh, applying, you know, like you mentioned, like the, the, the tongue thing where you press your tongue yeah. to the top of the mouth, like mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. And I, I think that's uh it's a good way to, so at least try because again, like you will never not sleep. Like you can do meth, you can do all yeah. types of stuff. You eventually will crash and you're gonna have to sleep. So you might as well first off, like if you can master every single part of your waking day, or not waking day, but just breathing day, yeah, because you are breathing when you sleep. Uh, if you can yeah. master that, I think that you know, you don't then you don't just like have eight hours of just like sluggish sleeping or you know, six hours of sluggish sleeping because I, yeah. Lord knows I, I like I need to wake up more refreshed, you know, well, what you everything you just said about I completely agree with where you going to sleep, you feel like it's time wasted. There's not enough time in the day to do everything you want, especially when, you know, you and I were trying to do this and we have jobs, jobs which yeah. is like it's the yeah, it's it, it and that won't be that way forever. You know, we're, we're going to get mm -hmm. off that for sure. But um, but even though even if we did podcasting full time, you know, we'd want to do other shit you know, at the same time. There's always stuff yeah. to do. You're never doing everything yeah. you want to do. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a... Yeah. But so mm -hmm. I think the things I mentioned in this article is the antidote for what you said. Because if you, hey, if you can dream more and then start to lucid dream, well, hey, if you, if, if, or if you could learn to lucid dream, and I'm not there where I'm like doing it all the time, I definitely do it intermittently, sporadically. I think you can absolutely train up to lucid dreaming every night and even having multiple lucid dreams once you do that you could do anything you could do you, you know you, you could literally like practice guitar in your dreams or you could you, you know just so it's it's this whole open field of consciousness that you kind of digest you bring consciousness and awareness to what your subconscious is already digesting through the day and then uh yeah you i will i i have noticed since I've started to implement this stuff and I'm not even fully where I want to be yet with implementing it, uh, I find a, a lot less stress of like, gotta get everything done. Gotta, you know, make this count, that count. Cause it's kind of, it's got, things are processed and things come as they are, you know, kind of. And, uh, I just find that interesting where it's, uh, it's, it's, what it teaches you is like, okay, I guess like a metaphor I find, or not a metaphor, but like a little saying is we need to treat waking life more like a dream and we need to treat our dream lives more like more like reality. Yeah. Right? Agreed. We need to kind of bridge and blend those kind of things. And in doing so, our lives will improve and we will experience a lot more synchronicity both in waking and sleep states and we'll, uh, we will grow probably a lot faster than we could just trying to just trying to uh you know go through the day and do do all this stuff you know i don't know so yeah I, that's what i've noticed for sure and uh yeah because you hit yeah then like just the, the simple element of like you know i'm sorry like you can as i get older it's tougher for me to like just work off like six hours of sleep i used to be able to do it no problem yeah. six five hours of sleep three hours of sleep i, I used to do it i mean it would we'd laugh about it it was like a badge of honor almost yeah um but now it's just like just delaying that inevitable only possibly because the fact is like sleep is just not that interesting to me you know yeah. what i mean like and perhaps yeah. it can be now 
So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll apply it. I'll apply it. I will, I will do uh, trial runs of, of these things. And I've noticed yeah. like I've become more of a dreamer now that I, when, especially when I'm on, like when I take lion's mane, like that stuff, comes yeah, oh, yeah. Crystal, crystal clear, like yeah. kind of almost like, almost like shockingly clear and scary dreams, but they're, yeah. they're good. I mean, like, yeah. like they're, it's good that it has them. And, and I've noticed that perhaps in my day to day life, I, I kind of just push that anxiety and angst into sleep mode which sounds weird to some people it sounds like freddy krueger-ish and scary but uh -huh. no it's like i'd much rather have that happen during my sleeping hours where it's almost cool like we talked about that with yeah. jack last time we're like it's kind of cool when you wake up from a bad dream you're like this is, yeah. this is tight like you know yeah. just like that was cool that that was just a dream but totally. then you have yeah. the ability to actually like fuck up your actual material life by carrying that energy into your actual waking hours yeah yeah, that that was cool. Energy is the best thing to do for bad dreams. I feel, yeah, and uh, yeah, and yeah. I know the lion's mane definitely scientifically extends REM throughout the night, which is the dream state. Feels and, like, it. Um, and again, it's super easy to set. And I talked about a little bit about supplements and herbs and stuff you can do. And it, it's super easy to set an alarm. This is something I'm taking more serious. You know, usually I'll naturally wake up or get waken up by my cats at. 5 a.m. And then maybe once a week I'll sleep into like 7, 7.30 or so. Mm -hmm. um, and you set set alarm for 3.30, right by your bed, have the glass of water and then your, you know, your little supplements or herbs or capsules or whatever. Take them, go back to bed, do some deep breathing and intend to have a dream or a lucid dream and you will, you know, and um yeah, there's some stuff you could have like movie ass dreams like fucking like hour and a half long like you know it's like vivid colors just the craziest shit you've ever seen there's really no limit to it and um yeah and it's, it's just fun you know it's uh it's good stuff and and yeah the robert monroe stuff is just so i mean that guy was the the guy for his moment in time right when headphone technology was coming online and, you know, just beat generators and all this different stuff. Um, it's crazy. He just like, it, it's, that's shit's a gift for sure. And uh, that, that's a, that's a really fun thing to get into. And like, yo, you and I have both done liquid luck as have some of our discord members and mm -hmm. listeners and fans and, and friends and stuff. And it's like, we've all had, uh synchronicities and positive experiences with that absolutely and that's just from listening to a goddamn 30 minute track in your headphones you know maybe once a week or a couple times a month and things happen it's crazy it's like this reality is so fluid you know it's 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 a trip it's a goddamn trip yeah yeah and uh well that's the guys go to rarecandy.substack.com that one's free you don't have to sign up mm -hmm. for anything you should yeah. though um yeah. you should now um got two voicemails i just want to do one thing um we're kind of on a streak i like bringing up uh, an alpha male that you might not know um we've been talking about this guy for a lot but i feel like it's been a while and i don't think he's gotten his proper 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 due on here look now if you're not you remember the thomas kincaid one that was on a free feed now on our Substack paid feed we did rick ocasic that was amazing <laughs> um still think, i still think about that one uh, yeah. uh talking about his uh escapades and yeah. uh uh, he, he thwarted the bureaucracy. Let's just say that much. <laughs> and um, now I'm here to talk to you about Dave Dahl. Who's Dave Dahl, right? Who the hell's that? No one. No, Dave Dahl. Yeah, D A H L. You might know him as Dave's Killer Bread. <laughs> um, 
we yeah. talk about him. We bring him up, but I, I want to. I, I'm going through his Wikipedia page because honestly, it's better <laughs> than any article about him. His Wikipedia. I've looked at the articles. Yeah. Everyone does this like weird prison reform thing about him. Yeah, like yeah. this like epic. Like he's like gives jobs to like convicts and stuff. Like okay, that's cool. Yeah. Not interesting though. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Dave Dahl. So he uh, just recently celebrated his 61st birthday uh, a week ago. Um, he's been around a while. Dave Dahl from Portland, Oregon. He uh, he he's he was incarcerated like a lot of his life. Like yeah. he was burglarizing people's houses in like the 80s. He um, doing a bunch of drugs. Yeah. And like in and out of prison all around the country, Massachusetts, Oregon, just um, constantly in and out of rehab. And he got a job with brother named Glenn two ends but that's okay um and yeah it was his brother his brother uh he joined his it's the family bay they had like a little family bakery yeah now he finally is like i look i'm i'm getting my shit together like i'm getting my shit together i'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna make the we're gonna make this thing pop off like I, this is all i got i can't do anything else in life like i've i've screwed up most of my life yeah um so while working at the bakery doll came up with a cornmeal crusted loaf which he and his brother named dave's killer bread and formed the basis of the new brand after after initial success at local farmers market stores began carrying the products brands i remember when dave's was first getting rolled out like i remember when it was like right. first yeah. it was like it was crazy you're like what is it it was a logo you're like this is crazy he's playing like yeah, guitar, on guitar. The yeah kind of yeah weird kind of like animated guy like kind of like my mom would get his shit from the farmer's market out out east in eastern oregon so she yeah. i think she even probably met him because he was probably rocking those stands in the early days yeah yeah i mean yeah it was crazy but like his bread is good too. I I, I do enjoy it. It's Last. different. It's it's different. I like the. I think it's like the nine seed or something. I that that one's my that's my go to. Um, sure. I know it's some good. of our. I like white white bread done right, dude. It's. Banging. I don't like the white bread because the white bread has shit in it that I'm like, well, it's not. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, well, it's not really like I'm just I don't know. It doesn't seem yeah. like that good. I I like the like I like his like super like fucking you know nature walk bread like that oh, he yeah. makes like the the kind of like <laughs> yeah just like going like science camp ass like yeah. bread that he that he makes that stuff's really good. Um, so that cornmeal crusted bread, you know, and can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine like so in 2013, right? 2013, the brand is taking off. It's it's getting big, um, but doll has another problem so it, he, he's back to the old him uh, yeah. uh dave, dave the, the the killer came out in dave yeah. he didn't kill it i don't i don't know if he killed anybody but uh yeah. so in november 2013 a female friend of doll called the called the police to report that he was having a mental health crisis uh crisis which that's they they do that all the time yeah, it's, <laughs> triggered by gluten dude like yeah. he just literally can't eat bread without doing crime <laughs> yeah <laughs> true <laughs> yeah yeah no i i think there's something here i don't think they're mutually yeah. exclusive it's like a uh, schizophrenic trigger dude. <laughs> yeah yeah he's like i finally found a bread that i can eat ethically and yeah. not kill anybody um Upon officer's arrival, Dahl fled the scene in a black Cadillac Escalade pimp. Pimp? And, and, <laughs> uh, and proceeded. Yeah. He's like, like fucking G-Unit ass, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> but, and proceeded to immediately ram two police cars head on. Dahl, no, then fought, Dahl then fought the officers as they arrested him. Yeah. And sending three officers to the hospital. It's like, hey, you know, you should see the other guy. Uh, yeah. 
in October 2014, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which I, hey, perhaps. But yeah. Dahl was found guilty except for insanity on two counts of third-degree assault. Um, now, look, like this is not a way to be living. However, I do love to drop a scenario in my head where, you know, the cops were... <laughs> Cops were, you know, having an issue with with old Dave, uh, throwing him down. The Escalades like on fire and stuff yeah. in the background, and they're getting him out of the car, black and bruised. But then there's one officer who has like he's eating a sandwich, and he's like, "No, le- let him go, yeah. let him go, <laughs> no, no, yeah, you know, like sorry, sir, sorry, yeah, yeah. it's his bread, it's killer, yeah, yeah. it's like it's, so, it's like it's like Randy Marsh scenario, yeah, like, he's just got, like mustard all over his mouth, and, like bread dripping everywhere i mean they're like they're like officer jenkins do you understand this guy like has, has wounded our brothers he goes but he saved many yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah it's a net positive he's, he's from the bread to the many. feds dude yeah because dude like, i will say yeah. he sold the company he sold like, the company yeah, for like 50 mil like right like, uh it's like... no 275 whoa <laughs> <laughs> dude, let that Damn. man free dave dude free I know. dave First yeah. off, I I like he sold it. First of all, I fuck with anyone who sells a company for like eight yeah. years, dude. Like I don't care if they're the biggest loser in the world, dude. It's like that's so fucking. Tight. But no, here's the thing: yeah. he got that number after 2013 when he got arrested. <laughs> this is 2015. Tight. Like it was probably yeah. a negotiating tactic from the other side to be like, bro, didn't you like fucking go? <laughs> buck like like you know didn't you just go like insane like a couple years ago and he's like fine 275 fuck. <laughs> he's like it's he's like succession like, dude it's like yeah we got to take it down a few a few percentage points he's like you he's dicks. like i'll lower i'll lower i'll lower it down from 2 billion to 275 mil fine you know and it's a deal like, yeah. yeah but then like the guy's like okay well what about 100 and then dave starts like pounding his fist like motherfucker you know I'm <laughs> yeah, crazy. Exactly. So, like give me the yeah. 275 you want the bread you want you want to sell the two fucking sleeve pack in costco or not you know and 275 but it, yeah it happens afterwards and yeah. you know i look to me it's an alpha male because look bread his bread no bread is perfect from the store no bread is perfect right it's no bread is perfect there's not it's organic but you know it's got things in there but like non-organic bread is like death yeah yeah like it it, straight up it will make you feel that way that's why when people think they're allergic to this bread that bread or anything it's like no our bread's terrible yeah like like people all over the world eat other kinds of bread and it's like and they lived at like 88 years old yeah exactly rice all these things they don't coat their rice in plastic like we do and yeah um like Mm -hmm. the the so for me, to, for someone to make even like a eighty percent good bread, make a bunch of money, and be just a crazy as fuck, yeah. like being the Thomas Kincaid of bread is sick. I hope he hooked his family up, like you know, like where, yeah, just like they're like, dude, you we fucking bailed you out like fourteen times, dude. Like just yeah. give us two mil each, please, dude. He's like, nope, <laughs> just, so dri- just drives the Escalade through the house, yeah. And- <laughs> like the kool-aid man like no He's got a fleet by the way shout dave. out portland dude think about it. portland we got dave's killer bread you we can you can go out here and go and get like the the you know they're like the factory bread you can get that here they're like right down the road mm-hmm. and it's right across the street from mother what oh i don't know little bob's red mill you know like it's a nationwide store right here in milwaukee mm-hmm. yeah so there's some there's some heaters in oregon for sure dude some good wholesome whole grain fun to be had 
Yeah. It's kind of like going to Ireland and drinking a Guinness or something. Yeah. If you go to yeah. Portland and drink a and drink that. But yeah, it's uh so yeah, he's I mean, I don't know what he's up to now. Um trying to find it seems like he's kind of kind of just fell back, but he's got a uh t- 2920 square foot penthouse condo in downtown Portland. Yeah. Which is pretty Downtown? Crazy. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. like not what I would do with the money, no. but uh, yeah. yeah, I would I would straight up go into the woods and just fucking like I don't know. I, I you got yeah. a lot of money. But um he's going to and then he's got a uh and he's also got a 33 acre. He's got 33 acres on the How do you say Clackamas? Clackamas, Clackamas River? yeah. Clackamas uh-huh. River. He's 33 acres over there and he's going to yeah. grow all his own food out there and then yeah. try to live. He Let's said go. So he's retired. Um yeah. he got he got married, so she didn't scare her. First off, you tell a girl like the woman he met her in 2020, which is kind of funny because like she's like, oh, so like you know, he probably if you look at him, he doesn't look like a rich man. So if he's just yeah. like swiped right or something, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and you guys are at a dinner, and he's like taking you somewhere nice, and he's just, it's just like he's like get whatever you want, huh? He's like come on, yeah, get the bottle, get the bottle of wine. I don't care. Like yeah, uh, yeah you do yeah. all all that stuff, and she's like, no, who is this guy? And then he's yeah. like, look, I, you know, after like after date five, and he's just like, yeah, look, I got to I got to tell you something. Yeah, I'm like, Dave. I'm, I'm Dave. I'm da- yeah, I'm Dave. You, buy, she's you like, bought my. She's like, I'm Dave, and she's like, who? He's like, I'm, I'm yeah. she goes, I know you're Dave. She's like, no, I'm Dave's killer bread. He's been, he's been to her house and she has the bread in like the bread basket. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, that's, that's me. No, that's no. Me, the thing is, is she probably has like Sarah Lee and he's oh, like, you fucking yeah. cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fucking, Lee. Speaking yeah. of a horrible bread, dude. Fuck yeah. Sarah Lee. Yeah. Dude. Country. That's what's the country? Bread. Country, country time tastes good, but it is it's like yeah. the country time. He's just got that. And he's just like, all of a sudden she wakes up and there's just like pieces of bread and like pigeons inside the house and stuff. And he's like, this is what you feed it. I wouldn't even feed this to my <laughs> birds. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, who is he? he goes, I'm, I'm the killer bread. Okay. That's, yeah. that's, and then, you know, the criminal history probably wouldn't scare her because, like, women love when you still make money after doing that. Are you kidding me? That's like a benefit, yeah. dude. That's like a yeah, yeah. That's like a easy mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, damn, now. you're yeah. tough, rugged, and rich. Like, wow, yeah. <laughs> crazy. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, big, big, big fan. I mean, we've we've been talking about him for a while, but I felt like it was good to give him his proper uh, in this new kind of series that we're doing. So, if you guys, if you guys have anybody. Send send me some if you if you're just like hey go through this guys you you'll never believe it because I love finding guys who make stuff we've all seen but you don't know anything yeah. about um yeah. uh, so that's that's uh that's great so two voicemails before we go we're going a little long today but um that's totally fine one of which is a really cool uh uh kind of it's something that I had heard of but I I did a little more research on today um it's from Kurt Kurt you know Kurt from Gain of Fiction um for the Dostoevsky episodes uh but he asked it there the other one is a guy talking about the Miami alien and how we might have gotten it wrong so uh all right here's Kurt's voicemail hey guys it's Kurt again sorry for hogging the hotline I'm just asking if you guys were familiar with the Simon Ehrlich wager uh pretty pretty Crytonian pilled uh wager betting um on the price of specific uh i think it was like um gas uh, different useful um sources of uh energy and different um i guess just manufacturing uh elements that um they they wagered on the the cost after a certain amount of time and uh obviously the libtard lost um just wanted to know what you guys thought about that also similar to 
Kirsch and his wagers. You don't see many uh, public intellectual wagers like that on their beliefs. Uh, Brian Kaplan is another one that does that. He's a libertarian. Um, I think he won all of his besides the bet that um, Britain would not Brexit, but they did. Thank God. Damn. Thanks. Bye. So are you familiar with this? Because I, I looked it up today. A, a little bit. I mean, it's like, by the way, yeah, I love that libertarian bros love doing like Rich libertarian bros love doing massive public wagers, dude. Which I, I'm, it, don't be us. If if we if we get the Dave's color red money, we're doing five million dollar bets with like dumbass COVID people all day. No, all just day anybody, long. just yeah. people who think, yeah, just anything, yeah, like, yeah, about anything. So yeah. Simon, I, I, it's it's interesting to me. I have a lot of uh, thoughts about this, but the Simon Ehrlich wager is I actually had heard about it. Kurt brought it up through Michael Crichton, but. It's not in State of Fear. However, on his book tour, when he was doing all those big speeches and everything, he did bring this up because uh, I think it's Paul Ehrlich was the is the one. That, yeah. So Ehrlich wrote in 1968, he wrote a book called The Population Bomb. Yeah. Which was like this big like we're running out of resources. Oh, like we're all going <laughs> to die. Stanford guy, by the way. Stanford yeah. guy who was really yeah. into Malthus. So sick um really into like depop stuff like so he uh the population bomb and Crichton uses him in a way basically state of fear like he said that that britain wouldn't exist by the year 2000 all these big like claims and stuff and then of course like people always hedge and they go well britain as we know it doesn't you know like they they love doing like stupid shit like that like like you know (laughs) i hate when people do that like nah bro you said it was gonna die yeah you said jake gyllenhaal day after tomorrow shit like you said that was what was gonna happen it's like well i just went the crime rate (laughs) yeah you know and uh, they they uh so so his idea they so um julian simon uh is is a guy who he was a like a maryland professor cato institute one of kurt's guys let's just say that much mm-hmm. uh yeah libertarian guy definitely on i'm on his side for this one too uh he basically read the population bomb which was like a huge book it was kind of like a shock and awe book like oh yeah. can you believe this this thinking and stuff and he was just like dude like this is gay like this is not <laughs> this is not real yeah. and he wrote like a scathing kind of like very academic like challenge you to a duel like yeah. op-ed <laughs> and was just like was just like this is wrong and i'm blah 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 and then Ur- Ehrlich was like well, what's up bro like what do you want to do about that yeah. and uh Furlick, so, <laughs> yeah so so simon and Ehrlich, they basically said like okay we're gonna pick five medals that would they think are gonna the way to, the way to track this right to see if there's enough natural resources in the world uh for as population grows they want to say well let's bet on the price so from uh 1980 to 1990 we're gonna say we're gonna bet on this price two hundred dollars each which put some real money on it come on yeah, you guys are on. fucking yeah that, that's this part i don't like where i'm yeah. like you got add zeros to that bro like come on yeah. let's get real make it theatrical yeah and Burst, uh up, dude. yeah like, yeah exactly it, exactly yeah. um so yeah so they wanted to see the the price of of that so now of course Ert, you know Ehrlich, Ehrlich, i can't Ehrlich. say his name Ehrlich, think, yeah. Right? yeah yeah if if he his idea was that like no this should like become super super inflation like affected it should be like super high um uh, because of population and everything now yeah. 
Simon is like, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. So whatever. Nah. So between 1980 and 1990, the world's population grew by more than 800 million, the largest increase in one decade in all of history. But by September 1990, the price of each of Ehrlich's selected metals had fallen. Chromium, <laughs> which had sold for three, $3.90 a pound, $3.90 a pound yeah. in 1980, was down to three, $3.70. Yeah. Um, and the, tin was down, um, was almost tin. in half. Was that Everyone always half. forgets about tin, dude. Yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kennedy, yeah. dude. I remember when yeah. Kennedy happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, cro- yeah. I think it was chromium, copper, nickel, tin, and tungsten. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, as a result in 1990, Paul. Ehrlich mailed Julian Simon a check for five hundred and seventy-six dollars to settle the wager. It's just like, oh, come on, dude. Okay, like, yeah. So basically, yeah. like you know, it was just it was ridiculous. But um, it's funny when you watch like uh, you. I went on YouTube to see like some normie YouTube videos about it. They're basically saying that like even though Julian Simon was correct, yeah, um, we do still uh, need to change the way that we uh, make these oh things God. accessible to people. And they showed it was like this kind of like New Yorker style cartoon animation thing happening. Yeah. Uh, first off, he was reading uh, the, when they were talking about Julian Simon first reading the population bomb. He was picking up that and a copy of Andromeda Strain as well, which I thought was Whoa. very great synchronicity. Yeah, but they come out the same year, sixty eight. So, but it was just uh, it was just funny. That part was 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 weird. But like there was they showed like for julian simon they were showing his brain talking about how we'll always find a way basically as humans like yeah. we'll always find a way to like keep society going very optimistic look about it but yeah. it shows a 3d pr- a 3d printer making a steak like yeah. as the graphic and he's like yeah. i'm like is that what he said yeah <laughs> was that was that his take or is this the fucking gay yeah. t- it was on the x channel so you know yeah do that what you will uh so yeah i thought that was interesting so uh yeah i my yeah. thoughts on that are that uh if you're confident on anything uh put some money on it dude first well, off it's a- and do it now you should do it now yeah. the problem is now is whose information are we going on now because yeah. people can say like google google everything i like is on page nine of google exactly you know what I mean? Like yeah. the stuff that I'm going off of and people will go, well, that's on page nine of Google. And it's like, yeah, because Google sucks. That's yeah. why. And DuckDuckGo just got exposed. So yeah. it doesn't even matter. Like what I mean is like, it's tough now to even prove that you're correct on certain things because the internet has the Crichton thing of the internet has happened where it has created just a one mono thought like of, of, of everything rather than the McKenna optimism of yeah. everything, the marketplace of ideas, you know, poor tenants, yeah. but the, the, that yeah. part. And then also what would be sick is we have FanDuel now. I should be able to bet on that. Yeah, totally. Like, I know, I know like you could like trade stocks. I understand that, but I just want to like, be like, what's the, yeah. What's the line? Know, yeah. Over under, line? over under three seventy mm-hmm. uh tungsten. You know what I mean? hundred percent. And I would, and me, if I was a couple IPAs deep and an edible, I'd be like tungsten. What college is that? Is yeah. this basketball? <laughs> yeah. Tungsten tech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they in the yeah. Meineke car bowl this year? I'm yeah. betting on it. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I'm noticing uh, a trend of, a certain class of people, usually academically minded, usually fear based, who are very comfortable in being wrong over and over again with zero consequences or skin in the game yeah. uh, in their predictions. You know, it, it seems like cost a, him five hundred seventy six dollars, and he probably yeah. and he was never punished for it. Yeah, 
for for shocking the world into fear. So that's why Kirsch is such a that dude has a wing at MIT because he gave them so much money and mm-hmm. they, they still they don't fuck with them, dude. It's crazy. It's because like, somebody yeah. just Googles did a bunch of people die of the jab and yeah. then it says no on the first page of Google where it's like Bob's burger guy going no with a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, like that's like and then and everyone's like, oh well then Kirsch is wrong. So that's yeah. my issue with like ha- even having an honest debate now is it sucks because people just go Google and then Google has the, I mean, we saw what Google did for the 2020 election and all these other things like Google is fake. Google is fake as fuck. Go off vibes. Yeah. So um, anyways, uh, last one, longer voicemail, but I, I love the, this is a Miami native. I've, I know oh, this yeah. guy. He's a big sports guy. He's pissed off about the university of Miami. They're doing a lot of like rebranding and weird stuff right now. I think he's pissed off which I love because it's like, I love when people just get really focused on like one thing and they shout it into the Twitter world. And they're like, he's like, am I the only person that's mad about the, like, I love, I, cause I feel that way a lot. So this is from the caffeine fascist, uh, great, great name. Um, so he has some, he, I don't think he, he's, uh, not challenging us on the Miami thing. I think he's like, nah, bro, I'm from Miami. Let me tell you. So here we go. So guys, this is uh caffeine fascist on Twitter. Um, so I just finished listening to the episode about the aliens in Miami. Uh, someone who grew up here, been here all my life for the most part. Um, people have to understand that, like, it's going to sound a little funny, but a lot of people lie here. And a lot <laughs> of people will do anything and everything and anything under the sun to become famous, including the police. Like, you make one call and it sounds like something they can become a hero in, they'll show up 10 deep. It's the weirdest thing. And that's what I'm assuming happened. Uh, another thing, too, is I don't believe anyone here. This is, like, <laughs> damn capital of the world. And most of the people that I meet, I definitely don't believe a word out of their mouth. <laughs> so when the alien thing comes up and like the Cubans start acting crazy, I already know it's either an attempt to become viral or to make up this story that they end up on the news. Like that's what they people love down here is like me, 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 put me on TV, let me, I don't know, get a couple checks off of YouTube. It's wild, but that's the way the city is. And it's gotten a lot worse. Um, the police are like that too. You know, they have the gelled up hair and you see them out, um, cashing in on overtime. It's just how it is here. Um, they want to be movie stars and famous and all that. So, um, yeah, don't really buy into that. Miami has a really strong police presence for that very reason. So, uh, definitely not aliens i do believe they're demonic entities to some degree um but yeah that's it thanks guys love the show more like liami yeah damn shout out yeah it's just i I like that i like like it a lot that was hilarious i uh it does seem miami does seem to be a very like a stereotypical place like it matches what people talk about you literally go yeah. down there to get a fake ass. Yeah. 
Yeah. So if you if you're gonna go down there and get a fake ass, you might tell a fake story while you're down mm -hmm. there. And but because yeah. that was that was my biggest thing was why are so many cops showing up? But he's like, no, that's just Miami. Yeah. Which again, <laughs> gel, I, gelled up hair, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All the other cops with yeah. their gelled up hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's and uh, they just picturing this like five foot eight loser Miami cop that wants to be famous. <laughs> so he just does like yeah. a fake alien call. I, I can see it. I can Is see that it. how XXX Tentacion died? Yes, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because there's yeah. just people respond. I know you get shot by police, but did people just be like, that's an entity? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. So I, I was just oh wondering, God. but yeah, that that was I love that. I love the local people. It's like, bro, like I get what you guys are saying, but like I'm from here, and motherfuckers lie all the time. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> it is, it is interesting. Like I no, I first off, I think cities in cities people just lie. Yeah, in country like there's a in like not to like glamorize you know rural areas over like city stuff. It you know just yeah performatively, but like. In cities, like people are transplants and stuff, and like yeah, you know, some people are from there, or some people are from like outside the city, and they just like make up their own like token yeah. lore, totally about like something that happened, and you can tell, you can mm -hmm. tell when they're lying, and it's like you want to call them out, but you're just like no, because that's that's like a whole nother thing that I have to deal with yeah. now is his is that he's so used to like lying that he already has his like no, I'm serious, fake yeah. other fake story, um, and and I just think people just. Are really comfortable with lying right now which yeah. is kind of crazy in like the age of information but at the end of the day yeah. like you meet so many people and they tell you so many like stories to try to like get your interest or for you to click on something and then you're just like no they're they're just lying and that's my yeah. problem that's my problem with that miami thing was every video i saw other than the one that we played uh where it was just the dude like hey this is what i saw i'm not really trying to get anything off it but this is what i saw other than that Everybody else was doing the weatherman pointing video. Yeah. The weatherman pointing TikTok video. Like, yeah, so true. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, that, when it's framed that way, yeah. I'm like, that is an app that is meant for you to lie to me on, I feel yeah. like. And um, so that, no, that's, I think that's, I think that's good. That's what this hotline is for, guys. 510-256-9850. I mean, it's for anything, but if it, if there was mm -hmm. a point that like either a we miss something on or uh definitely don't like correct my fucking grammar or something I, somebody did that the other day did you know yeah. it's actually mccallan not mccallan <laughs> like, oh, all right yeah yeah we're not playing that one <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah i was like yeah. I, I let that one slide but i was like no that one's going on the show because you decided to be phonetic police over here <laughs> But he did the caps, yeah. like actually, you know, oh, Wingardium God. Leviosa, like yeah, yeah, Steph did all that, like yeah, Granger like, over here, yeah. Shout out, I was shout out though, that's the boy. I just, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, you, I'm, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to say something about that yeah. uh, on my <laughs> on my platform. Uh, but yeah. yeah, the scotch that I can't afford, I pronounced wrong apparently. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah so on that note guys um that's it for us went a little long today but hey what the hell it's uh it's an off day for me um, oh yeah and is this a, is this a sub sub stack one i don't think a... so i don't think Let's so we, def we, said rip, some, we said some bad pharmaceutical words because so yeah. hopefully that one goes okay. but um yeah. yeah they can't be censoring disease x yet right yeah it's literally the name are. yeah come on yeah. yeah, disease X, little little it's disease X, little disease, little disease X. Yeah, I think that's I think that's uh, I think that's oh gonna that, that's what that that's what that reminds me of. It's like that you can't. 
because I remember when the, the the coronavirus was a thing, and like all the Mexicans at work made really funny jokes when it was called coronavirus. I yeah. I tore I tore the house down with a joke the other day at work. Like I it was one of those ones <laughs> where I'm like I told it as like a I was expecting a couple chuckles, but then like somebody would had had like tears in their eyes. Yeah, like, damn, it wasn't that <laughs> so <fucking> was funny. <laughs> so. So I was in the, I was in the office and somebody called in and like my boss was like it was like a Monday after uh, some game or something I can't remember it was like something that this guy's a fan of it wasn't Niners but it was somebody else like this guy's a fan of and we like knew his ass was gonna be partying the night before yeah so he yeah. calls in he's like I'm sick he goes I don't, I don't think it's COVID or anything my boss is like all right whatever I'll get you replaced and I was like yeah I was like I was like yeah he he's got the Modelo virus <laughs> it's like not that funny I mean it's yeah. just like like you know Modelo virus. Dude, my boss, yeah. the other boss, he laughed like uh, Lebowski, the the Knox Harrington guy, yeah. like <laughs> like that, like he laughed like that, and yeah. he was like Modelo virus, that's fucking good, bro. Like he was yeah. like, this guy was Mexican, the the, the guy yeah. that called in, so <laughs> like, which is yeah, it's good, it's funny, yeah, it's corona, clever, yeah. it's clever, yeah, because it's funny because it was called the coronavirus, yeah, and then like, it's like, is this because he's a Niners fan and they they played that game? Yeah, it right. was something. Yeah, it was like it was some... like Christian McCovid or something. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, just just a just a way of yeah. like uh, it was just a, a, it tore it down though in the office, and I was like kind of uncomfortable yeah. with the way that they laughed at it. I was like, I was uh-huh. like, I was, I wasn't, I was like, I have better material. Yeah, like don't yeah. you know? I don't know. So uh, any, anyways, <laughs> awesome. um, that note, guys, everybody have a safe week. We'll be back. Um, also leave voicemails we're gonna be talking to romani and dean thomas soon so leave voicemails for him too if you want we'll play them on there otherwise just email rare candy industries if you don't if you're not a phone person if you're not if you don't want to do that that's fine you could just email it to rarecandyindustries at gmail.com but if you got uh, questions for him um we're i want him to i want him to talk about anything and everything so uh just just anything that you think like a herbalist like kind of you know woo woo stuff like uh, hit, hit us with that because i want to i want to ask him a few questions um yeah. coming up on gain of fiction we're, we're putting a we pin and in, in, so we need we'll, sorry we maybe i shouldn't say this on the free feed publicly but we need the over under on romania dean thomas can he log in this time or not in, in one yeah. amount of time you know into stream yard zero chance he will ever listen will we to have to will i have show. to facetime him to guide him through the process for a third or fourth time in a row of how what to, if he got on what if what if he was on the free trial and like had the reminder for 13 uh days yeah. later to like listen to, no he has no chance he's listening to that and um but yes that is correct that is going to yeah. be an issue um that's going to be something that we work through that's just uh um but yeah we're uh yeah. if you're following along with gain of fiction a couple of you actually are reading at the same pace which is kind of crazy um but uh emma we're going to get to emma scheduling conflict we're going to get to that but it's not next um as though i said it was lord of the rings fellowship of the ring that's happening um that's going to be awesome i am watching the ralph bakshi cartoon um which is sick the 78 1978 cartoon is sick um it combines the first two volumes uh the two towers and the um uh fellowship of the ring and uh but uh, but the uh, ralph bakshi was like a based ass cartoonist he made like felix the cat like a lot of like oh, fucked yeah. up ass like cartoons or not felix the cat franz the cat that's what i say it's like oh, kind of like God. a like a epic like uh um like kind of fucked up thing so then he made like a lord of the rings and it's kind of kind of twisted and scary like it's Word. very very good um so we're gonna talk about that and then of course the peter jackson movie um we're gonna yep. be talking about that the classic but um then uh blood meridian i just cracked that open first time i'm like probably the last person to uh the last white male uh that hasn't read uh blood meridian um definitely going to be doing that uh checking that out i know i'm gonna love it 
so that's that that's coming up um then we're doing uh sci-fi mode we're going solaris um plus the tarkovsky film of the same name and um dalgren samuel delaney season um yeah. definitely gonna get into that debate you know talk a little poly age consent with the yeah samuel delaney. Of, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. S- sd dude yeah. yeah shout out to sd um so yeah like it's that, like our jimmy page take it's like do you want good sci-fi or not because this is yeah. the price of admission no, if i come, <laughs> like, to, you, if I come yeah. to you and say like hey bro <laughs> yeah i got oh we'll get you like seven classic albums seven novels something that you'll listen to and reread go back to all the time like oh, whoever for whoever it is polanski any of this stuff but like two kids are gonna hate their life like what do you say <laughs> are gonna hate their life did you say <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, they're gonna have a bad time yeah. you know like they're, they're gonna have a bad time like two three kids you know it's, it's, yeah. it's like like the guy the boy's gonna get it's, active you know like like if, if it does <laughs> it, like what like would you like yeah. i understand publicly you'd be like oh no I, yeah no no i don't want that but then like but then like in private you just you do the bilbo with the ring like after all why shouldn't yeah. i have eight classic polanski movies and uh 10 yeah. years of amazing no miss zeppelin albums and yeah. um samuel delaney which i don't even know if samuel delaney did any of that stuff i have to look him up i don't yeah. i don't know if he did anything or if he just was if that was like his like fantasy stuff i mean it's, bro yeah. it's sci-fi fantasy yeah he was just a card-carrying member. That was, yeah. was his thing, you know? If you I'm know, doing writing like, in the genre of fantasy and you tell me what I can't do, I'm like, it's fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love what it's up to me what the yeah. fantasy is, not it's you. The Kelby, that's the Kelby take. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's and like, he's oh, a thousand percent correct, uh-huh. which is like, all right. Like, I, like yeah. oh, no, you can't do that. It's against the rules of fantasy. It's like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know there were rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I thought we were, I thought we were, oh, it's just literary fiction. Sorry. Yeah. No, we're going to do it. I did fantasy. Uh, I don't like...